Welcome back. This is It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the cynical cinephile point of view, as well as the... The hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And let's get started. <laughs> let's. We are back. Mm-hmm. Took a little vacation. We did. It was very nice. Our first vacation in like a year. Over yeah. a year, really. Yeah. Went to see some family at the beach and... It was awesome. It was awesome. So fully relaxed, ready to, you know, get back into it. Um, I actually missed doing it for a week, honestly. Yeah, we did miss the one winter movie, which I think it was okay. It just felt weird going to the beach and then watching a winter icy movie. It looked really cute, though, so I kind of want to go we, back and watch it. Yeah, we're probably still going to watch it. Yeah. And and if we want, you know, maybe we'll throw in a review. Because mm-hmm. I think we have a little break again Okay. after this one. This was like the... The pause before the, the summer love. Yeah, before the summer nights start. So we're talking about Sweet Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Come on. I was pretty excited about this one. Because it's it's in North Carolina. Yeah, it came kind of late in the game. I saw some, some buzz. I, you know, I follow Tyler and Lacey on social medias. And, you know, I saw that they were filming a movie. But I didn't realize it was going to be so soon. Right. So... And they did not film in North Carolina. No, they did not. <laughs> no. Come on down to Charlotte. Come on down to Charlotte. You know, it's beautiful here. Great for filming. Yeah. You could actually, you know, film Sweet Carolina in North Carolina. But still, I mean, the North Carolina vibe was there. Some, you know. some mossy trees. What? We don't have mossy trees. I know, <laughs> but they, they've had mossy trees. I think they were getting confused. But let's, you know, just let's get into it. You know, we start things off by giving you our opinion right away. So that way, if you just want our opinion and you leave the podcast, you can. That's what we do for you because we love you guys. So my question to you, Stephanie, would you watch this one again? Would you just have it on in the background, you know, while you're doing some dishes or laundry or sewing or something? I don't know. I don't know what you do. It's always changing. Or, or would you never watch this one again? I would watch this one again. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I... I really, I really liked this one. Okay. I did have some issues with it, and yeah. we will talk about that, yeah. but I would definitely watch it again. Well, for me, I mean, personally, um, this would be a no watch for me uh, for a few reasons. One of them being, I just don't like sad movies. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one tugged at the heartstrings. They, they went for it. Sadder I mean, than, sadder than most. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was a, a movies and mysteries through the, through and through. Um, so I, I wouldn't watch it for that. I, I don't like feeling sad. I, re- I really don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Um, and there was some weird dialogue in here. Um, mm-hmm. Just some some oddities in there that I didn't like. There's a lot of great to it. I will mm-hmm. say there's a lot of great. I think this movie would have been better if there was just no sad and it was just you know regular Hallmark movie. I think my opinion. No, I completely agree. You know, uh, the sad uh, did. Put a damper, not to <laughs> really put, a, put a little damper on things. But I did enjoy a lot of the sadness mm-hmm. just because it did give us some really great performances. So that's the thing. I mean, we have an all-star cast here, not just with you know Tyler and Lacey, um, but we have a whole plethora. Great casting, yes. Of actors that I really enjoy seeing, people we've seen in other films as well. Mm-hmm. So... Well, I'm sad to hear you wouldn't want to watch it again. So I guess if I watched it again, it, it would be alone. Well, I might sit down for a few scenes. There were some good scenes. So, you know. 
throughout I, the sad, there were some pretty good, there were some funny, really good sweet moments there was as minute. well. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You, all right, you've convinced me. <laughs> I would I would fold my laundry and maybe watch this, you know, while you're watching it. Yeah, you're right. I think I would kind of watch it, some of the scenes again. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. My job here is done. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and let's do what you do so very well. Give us that plot summary. Josie's life gets turned upside down when her sister and brother-in-law die suddenly and leave their children to her. She moves back to her hometown and is reunited with her old high school boyfriend, Cooper. Mm -hmm. As she navigates her new life as a guardian to her niece and nephew, old feelings for Cooper start feeling new and she realizes home really is where her heart is. Ooh, I like that one. That is good. It felt good writing it. it was a good I felt one. like that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, yeah, you, you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. We do have another Cooper. Um, oh, my goodness. But at least she doesn't call him Coop. Dear Hallmark. I think Dear... she, calls him, she calls him Coop once. Once, yeah. But I guess that was better than calling him Coach, because last time we had Coach, they we've had Co- Cooper and Coop. Well, they've, Coach. they called him Coach in this a little bit, too. Or what, the kids. So, but she doesn't call him Coach. No. Here's the thing. I don't know I don't know if they watched Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and that's why Hallmark <laughs> is going for this. Just because you have a basketball coach or a hockey player, they don't need to be called Cooper. Anyone athletic <laughs> does not need to be called Cooper. Please stop doing it, Hallmark. Please, please, please stop doing it. Hanging, although, with, hanging it, with Mr. Cooper was great on TGIF. Although it did give us that great "Go get him, Coop," Go line, get him which we loved. I still love that. I still love that line. Um, talk, let's talk about our main leads. I mean, we got Hallmark yeah. veterans. This is the epitome of Hallmark veterans. So Cooper, I mean, we've got we've got Tyler Hines. Yeah, one of our favorites. The fantastic Tyler Hines, uh, near and dear to our hearts, mm-hmm. mostly mine. Well, no, I I love him too, and I think because he's so different than other leads, Mm -hmm. he's he's unique in a very good way. There's a line in the movie that he says he's a walking Ryan Gosling movie, and I I agree. I think he is the Ryan Gosling of Hallmark movies. That's interesting. Okay, I can see. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Ryan, good call. Good call. Uh, And then we have Lacey Chabert, Mm -hmm. which. You know, back in my hometown, we would say Shaber. <laughs> uh, but Shaber does uh, sound, you know, fancier. Mm-hmm. And she plays Josie. And, you know, we love her as well. We've well, talked about her. I, I'm going to just interrupt you right there. Okay. I'm not a big fan of hers. I'm not a big fan of hers. I think this was probably her best performance I've ever seen. It's because she's amazing at emotional scenes. Like, she, she crushed this role. And From I, her party of five days, that girl's been crying like a pro. She's amazing. I mean, and I just, I just, I have a hard time getting into her characters in her other movies. I'll watch them and I'll enjoy them, but I just, I can't connect with her. I connected with her in this movie, so I, I can't say enough about her performance here. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Well, I love Lacey, and I think maybe you don't normally because you don't like those like cookie cutter, very sweet, and she is just very sweet, yeah. you know. Yeah. She's perfect for Hallmark movies, oh, yeah, but she is. it was really wonderful to get to see that emotional side to her, mm-hmm. and I mean, and we're we're gonna talk about it, but she did yeah. amazing in this movie. So great pairing. We saw them in Winter and Veil. Which I loved that one. Yep. 
Um, I think if I had to choose, I probably do prefer winter and Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, would you Would you agree? Yeah, because it's not sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not feeling things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they took the sadness uh, to a different level in this movie. And I feel like it was strange for me. And this is where... So I really did lo- like this movie a lot. Mm. But I agree that there were parts that didn't feel right. It felt a little awkward. It felt like there was so much sadness. And then then they would throw in the comedy. And then where it felt like it needed to be sadder, it wasn't as sad... Yeah, there was there's a weird pacing with the sadness, and a lot of the sadness came through some of these flashback scenes, and the for me the flashback scenes felt almost overly manipulative, to to an degree of like, hey, we know this is sad, let's hammer this home. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think some of the the sadness that worked for me were the conversations that she would have with the, some of the kids. Some of those conversations were ridiculous, but some were actually yes. <laughs> really stood out, and when they had real conversations about grief and loss. And I like that. I, I wish there was more of that and less of the, here's a flashback, let's make you feel something. I didn't mind the flashbacks, but I will say, Hallmark, you can do a flashback without it looking like it was a flashback in like a movie from the 90s. Like, <laughs> it was very, like I enjoyed the content of it, okay. but it did seem very kind of like dated and cheesy. Like it had like this weird filter on it. Well, they, they it have was... to, so let me, I'll, a little technical for you. Okay. There, there needs to be a way to let the audience know that it's a flashback. No, I right? agree. And so they'll, they'll, they'll do something like that, like a little. Sometimes it's a wipe, you know, the little, you know, that. Um, but what was that? <laughs> so they'll alter, they'll alter the footage in some way. Could it have been better? Sure, but it, it's sort of a staple in the industry. Now. No, I know about that yeah. staple. You know about the do 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 do. The do do do. But I didn't like how they did it. Okay. With like it seemed. That's fair. It seemed very. Cheesy. Cheesy to yeah. me. And speaking of the... We're going to get into the romance, but a lot of this movie didn't have to do with romance, so we're no. going to talk about it. I almost didn't think they would get together. At the end. I know. I was like, how is Josie going to find love through all of this sadness? <laughs> I mean, Tyler Hines, Cooper, was the only one that could cut through mm-hmm. all of this grief yeah. and sadness Coop. To, yeah. to get to... Please, please, no. <laughs> So yeah, so she has this conversation with her niece. So she which get, one? Josie. No, but which which I know which which conversation? She has a few. Well, yeah, I'm ready to tell all right, you. All right, let's see. So the it's the very first one. Oh my god! <laughs> when she I've got notes about the first conversation. When she gets there, so she gets the call. Also, I feel like the writing was very back and forth for me in this movie. Yeah. There were moments where I was like, oh my God, this writing is so great. And then at other times I was like, what is happening? Was it, were there two writers? Was that it? Was that something that happened? Um, maybe, maybe there were two writers. We, you know, after we talked with, um, after we talked with Joie, we know that some of the scripts get passed around. So it was very possible this could have had multiple writers and that could have been the different tone and the different styles there were i think there was uh, one person wrote like the teleplay and mm. then one had the story but i know that this was something this was like a passion project for Lacey. okay um that she's been working on since i think it said like 2018 oh, wow that i think she had the idea of this movie in her head and um so then it was put to life so the issue i had were some of the it just felt 
it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So when she goes to talk to her niece, this is the first time she's seeing her niece after finding out that her parents are dead. Mm-hmm. Josie's sister and brother-in-law. I don't know how much... I don't think much time has passed at all since she's gotten the call no. and she returns home. Or um, say like a day or two at, at the most. Yeah. I mean, she has to fly there, but she's, yeah. you know... So she gets there... And that whole interaction with her family didn't feel like I would imagine if that were happening to me, I don't know. I guess people deal with grief in different ways, Mm. but okay. So she, you know, she goes to see her niece and the first thing she says is, oh, I'm going to help you with that makeup kit that I got you for your birthday. Yeah. No, I I don't think that's the first thing you should say to her. Um... Yeah, I mean, it could have been, you know, an awkward thing for her, but that, I agree. I agree. That, and then she starts, she, the the niece asks for her to, like, give her a back rub. No, rub her neck. Can you rub my neck? Yeah. And then she's like, no, harder. My mom used to do it harder. Yeah, it was just, it was weird. And I, I was, I was kind of seeing where she was coming from, but it, it felt like there was pieces of that conversation missing. It felt like we were getting just snapshots of a, conver- a longer conversation. Yes. And that could have been editing, but that... When I saw that whole scene, and then she's like, hey, catch. And she throws a ball at her. Uh, her niece was like, you never were good at school. It was just very weird. It was very weird. It was like they were trying to make it. And maybe that was, you know, it was supposed to be that way. That was how they were dealing with it. Like, you know, um, Delilah, who's played by Cassie Nugent. We just saw her in Chasing Waterfalls. Yep, Absolutely awesome in that. loved her. Yep. She was great and in this too. Yeah. She, I mean, she did, her performance was amazing. Um, so nothing to do with the performances. Mm. It just, the writing was a little weird for us. Right. But. Especially that scene. Yeah. Especially that scene. I think I looked at you and was like, what? Well, especially when you compare it, when you compare it with the scene later on, when she talks to her niece at the dance, like that was great. Yeah. That it was a real conversation about grief, about loss, about dealing with it. I loved it. It's like, it really felt like two different people wrote this thing. Um, and so I don't know what happened. It could have been, it could have been editing too. Maybe that scene in the beginning, like, who maybe, knows? Maybe. Who knows? It very well could have been editing because it did feel like they didn't go together because then she was crying saying, you know, that she didn't know what she was going to do and then, then she throws the ball and yeah. it's like, ha catch. Yeah, like, it was strange. But, you know, I don't know. I was like, maybe children going through this thing, like they don't really know how to process their emotions. Yeah. So maybe that's what they were trying to convey. Who knows? what I was yeah. hoping. Um, but then her interaction with her nephew, Ben, uh, who's played by Glenn Gordon, who I think he, he just blew me away. Like yeah. I just thought he did amazing. Um, their interaction to me was perfect. Yeah. Like that's what a teenage boy would do. Like go away. Yeah, I don't. He's playing talk his to guitar. You. Was he really playing that guitar? Yes. That was awesome. So he's playing this guitar, rocking out. You know, aunt comes in that you never see. You know, get on her. Like perfect. Yeah. That made sense. And that's what I'm saying is like there. That's what's so frustrating about this film is because there's moments of you know just sheer wonderfulness, great writing, great acting, and then there's just moments where it just doesn't make sense. And that, that's what I struggled with. Yeah. And I looked past it because I do think there was more, definitely more good than bad. No, there was, for sure. And, yeah. I, and there was a lot of good technical things, too. They did a lot of things technically right. Um, although I will say the thing that stuck out for me was the sound mixing. Sound mixing in this film, I mean, 
maybe it's our, something with our TV. Like, it, I was concerned because we couldn't understand hardly anything. It felt like there was a lot of dubbing over, which yeah. I think there was. Um, but I don't know if it's our TV because we do watch a lot of these movies mm-hmm. and yeah, we're fine. We're sometimes, fine, but but I don't it, know. The music was a lot louder than the voices, right. and we've seen this before. Yeah. Um, so I did have to actually give it a rewatch with the subtitles. And it made uh, a lot more sense, right? And I caught a lot of things that I missed from the first time around because I was having... Or maybe maybe we just need to check our hearing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. but, maybe it's on the TV. It's just us. We're just getting old and we can't hear Hallmark movies anymore. You guys let us know. Is it our hearing? Is did it anyone our TV? Else, yeah, did or anyone did else you have, have trouble? trouble? Yeah. But speaking of music, we both mentioned it when we were watching the movie. Music is great. Soundtrack was amazing. Yeah. Music music uh, slapped. Music slapped. Bopped. It was a bop. <laughs> it was a lot of like really good like acoustic mm-hmm. vibes. I was really enjoying it. Um, so shout out to the musical coordinator, uh, Holly Sanders, for the movie. Mm. I had to look her up because I just thought the music was great for this film. Yeah, it felt really, really good. I mean... There were moments where it just came in beautifully and it just fit the scene and it just worked and that's hard to do. And so I was I was very happy to see that. Yeah, but. when we've talked about this before, when music can elevate a scene, it just makes it that much more So strong. Yeah. So strong. So how did you you know, we we kinda went off on a on a grief stricken tangent there. Yeah. Well there was a lot of grief there in was here. A lot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you a romance ball. I'm just gonna toss you that romance ball. I caught it. You got it? How did you feel about the romance between these two leads, even with this grief, you know, permeating everything? Well, like I said, I was very concerned. Right. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to feel anything because I just, I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to believe it. Mm. Because if I were going through that situation, like falling in love with someone would be the furthest thing from my mind. So I was curious, how are they going to play this, you know? And I was very pleasantly surprised. Good. I really enjoyed the chemistry with Josie and Cooper. Tyler Hines as a basketball coach slash slash rancher was not what I was expecting. Right. And, I mean, he he crushed it. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Hines definitely crushed it. Um, You know, he embodied the role of Coop. Um, Cooper. But I feel the real quick the ranch thing total curveball for me. I don't know total where that came ball. from. That ranch was was huge. Like we're talking, it was wasn't just like a one stable kind of thing. But this I think was, he only had one horse. I think he only had the one horse. So okay. I was a little confused. It was weird. Uh, but other than that sort of oddity to his character, maybe it just gave him a little bit of flavor. Um, yeah, it because you know when you're in North Carolina. You ranch. You ranch. You definitely ranch. You got horses. You got we horses. got a we got a horse out back. Yeah, we got multiple horses out back. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the romance. It, like I said, it was it was strange for me, and I think they did a great job. I think these two uh, actors have great chemistry together on, on the screen. You can tell they're having fun. We talk about this a lot. You can tell when people on set are having a good time. These two were having a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone in this movie was having a great time, despite the the heaviness of the script. Um, I do want to, before, you know, we're going to get into the meat cute and yeah. everything. Strangest meat cute ever. Um, I don't even remember that meat cute, actually. Well, um, the... Oh, I do remember. Oh, yeah. Just a quick shout out to Tony. Tony. It's the 
the boyfriend of Josie. Oh my God. Can we talk about the boyfriend? So, fun oh fact. God. Peter Benson. Yeah, we've seen uh, him before. Is the actor who plays Tony also the director of this movie? Seriously? Yes. So he's been in, because we've seen him before. Yeah, he's a Hallmark, uh, he's been in a lot wow. of Hallmark movies. Um, he's, and now he's gotten into directing. Nice. So he directed this film. And I did a good job. And, uh, but I hated Tony. Worst hated his character. boyfriend ever. He might have been the worst boyfriend. Let's, I mean, first of all, let me just, let me just list it down. Um, you don't go with your, you know, uh, they're not fiance. You don't go with your girlfriend. They've been, they've been dating for a while, we assume, right? We Maybe, assume. Yeah. They've been dating for a while. You don't go with her. You know, that's fine. You're busy. I, I get it. Maybe you want to have her with her family. Fine. Then you don't call her for days, literally days. You don't having a hard time connect. You find a way to connect to your grieving girlfriend, Tony. Well, you uh. know, sometimes they make it a little subtle. Like, should we like this person? Should no. we not? No, mm -hmm. they were just like in your face. This is a bad guy. And then he breaks we up with do her. Not like he might, I expected him to just text her. Hey, we're breaking up. Yeah, from the beginning, he's like, you talk about your family too much. <laughs> like, oh I mean, God. like he's just the worst you know and then she has this horrible tragedy and yeah. he's just like can't even bear to when are you coming back home like right. i can't do long distance it was almost unbelievable but i enjoyed hating him so much that i just rolled with it yeah so peter benson great job at being <laughs> the wonderful jerk boyfriend ex-boyfriend um and great job directing mm -hmm. but josie and cooper yep coach they already know each other mm -hmm. they were high school sweethearts prom king and queen yeah and they meet up again i don't know how many years it has been i'm not sure how long it's been apparently he's been away because he moved because she's surprised that he's there um well, let's, let's say about 10 let's say i think 10 is a good number because you think four years for college right and then no she said 12 years oh oh my god she's worked she said she's been at this company for 12 years she's worked her way through this company for 12 years that's 16 years they've been apart. Wow. We'll round it up. So that's a lot longer than I thought. So Way to do that math. Yeah. Right. Boom. Yeah. So they meet back up. After 16 plus years. At her sister's funeral. Wake. Is it the wake? Is that how that works? I, yeah. I mean, I guess it's the after the yeah. funeral. But it's like a funeral. Yeah. They're all in black. They're sad. Her sister and her brother-in-law have died. Yep. And... You know, she's looking in at her family and she hears Josie. <laughs> that was a good Tyler. Yes. <laughs> and and there he is. Yep. In all of his Tyler Hines long hair glory. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I thought it was really sweet, but this is where the moment I was thinking, there's not going to be any romance in this movie because she's so sad. And how's he going to swoop in? Like, you don't want to be that guy that's like, I'm going to come take advantage of your yeah. sadness. So I really didn't think I was going to be able to believe it. But man, they they did it. And, you know, Tyler Hines has just that, that soothing, nice voice where it's like, man, if anyone's going to comfort you through a tough time, yeah. it's going to be... It's going to be Coop. It's going to be Cooper, <laughs> not Coop. <laughs> And uh, so I thought it was nice, but of course I wasn't like, 
you know, well, I, I feeling all of the, you know, they have a hug and it's sweet, mm. but I wasn't feeling it yet because I was just too like, this is so sad. And I love that he asks her how she's doing and she is like, not good. I'm yeah. not good. And I'm crying. And, and yeah, I thought it was a really sweet moment um, between them. Yeah, no, that, that interaction, I think, was another strong scene in this film. And uh, we, they had a great conversation. He comforted her. It was, it was great. I, I, I love that entire interaction. That could have gone as, as poorly as the first interaction with the niece. I thought they yeah. did an excellent job with that. Um, so for me, that meet cute is obviously, like you said, not the traditional meet cute, but it worked really well in sort of setting this up for me. Yeah. And then from there, I feel like they did a really good job mm-hmm. of like having these little interactions with them and it wasn't heavy handed and it wasn't, you know, it didn't feel out of place. Didn't he's, feel forced. No, he's yeah. the coach at their school. And so when she has to go like drop off a lunch or whatever, she's just going to sneak into that <laughs> basketball gym. I mean, right. And I just, I really loved all of their interactions. And so I do agree where you said, take out the the sadness and the grief. And this movie, to me, would have been like a romantic home run because I was like living for those moments when they were together again and they'd have like the little witty uh, banter. And I just thought that their relationship was great. And my favorite scene was when they have the little dance. Yep. At the... The Back to the Future, Under the Sea. <laughs> under yeah. the Sea. That, to me, like, I loved the writing in that scene. Their mm-hmm. interaction, you know, and he's like, are we going to be junior high dancing or adult dancing? Well, yeah, the writing, but also the acting. Like, they, 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 they killed it. They killed that scene. Yeah, it, all, it didn't feel like, right, like, it just felt like it, it was happening, yeah. you know? And those are my, I, as if you've listened to this podcast, those are my favorite moments when it feels so authentic and they're just two, you know, old flames reuniting mm-hmm. and they're dancing and they're reminiscing about, you know, the prom and they were king and queen. And she says like, oh, what are you thinking about? Like she can tell, you know, he's thinking about something and gosh, I just, I love that he says, um, oh yeah, they were talking about how they were so young, you know, back then. Cause he's like, yeah, I was at the prom. I was thinking about our future and she was like, oh, but we were so young. And he's like, that's the thing about being young. You don't feel young. (laughs) That's such a good line. He delivers it so well, too. I mean, I feel like Tyler Hines was meant to be in, like, an old, like, black and white, like, sort of 40s movie. Like, he just has this, like, way about him that makes me think of, like, movies of, Mm. of old. You know? Do you get that feeling from him? No, not really. Okay. Not really, but I'm glad you do. Uh, I'm glad you do. Like a like a Jimmy Stewart type, <laughs> like no. Okay. No. Same as Ryan Gosling. I feel like Ryan Gosling is that same way. If it's the way their speeches or whatever, they just how they. Well, I think deliver. they're I think they're very good actors, and I think yeah. when you think of good acting, you think back to those old films where I think there was a lot of solid acting back in the day. So maybe that's what you're connecting. Yeah, with. there's just there's just always so much like depth. In everything he says, you know. Um, but that scene was great. It was beautiful. It leads us into the the. Uh, it leads us into the uh, theater scene, which we get um, hilarious. You know, 
first of all, I want to know what scene Josie. I want to know who Josie played in Greece. If she didn't play Sandy, whoever casted that, you did an awful job. She's the perfect Sandy. She's the perfect Sandy. She was probably not Rizzo. Frenchy. She could have been Frenchy. I was thinking Frenchy too. Yeah. I was thinking. So, Lacey, if you're out there, please let us know what role Josie <laughs> was supposed to play. Uh, that scene was great, though. Uh, we see them kind of interact. Great conversation again. Very solid writing here. Um, with the ring, awesome. I mean, we haven't even gotten to Nate the Great, who was hilarious. Who I think Josie had a thing for Nate the Great. I think there was a little there, chemistry there. There was a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. There was. I mean, there really was. We had a lot of great characters. Yeah. Um, yes. Nathan Witt, we saw him from My Best Friend's Bouquet. Mm-hmm. Loved him in there. You know. He's a magician. Come on, Josie. Should have <laughs> snatched that up. He was a magician, and you would think that he would have better sense than to be, I don't know about you, but yeah. his fiance to be was Molly she, was the worst. No, she's she's almost, you know who she, she should get together with? Uh, Tony. Yeah. Her and Tony. Her and Tony. Match made in heaven. Would have been great. No, for real. Her, his, his, see, the problem is, is that Nate was so distraught that Josie left that he had to just settle for her because she was, she was not good. No, read the she, room. Every read the I room. thought there was going to be like a moment where she would sort of redeem herself. Nope. No, any chance she could get, she was going to put down Josie. Yeah, and she's probably going to get Nate to stop being a magician. Like it's going to be awful. Yeah, she Man. needs to. She needs to move on from high school. She's harboring a lot of mm-hmm. ill will towards mm-hmm. poor Josie. Uh, so that scene with the Nate the Great's ring was hilarious. You know, I wasn't... Usually I hate awkward scenes, but to me, it was played beautifully. It, it they was, even had the hokey music going through the entire scene, and it didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. It was performed mm-hmm. so well. And it was lit great. I mean, we're talking... Oh, man. I mean, technically speaking, this movie... I think Hallmark is listening to this podcast because there's been fewer and fewer <laughs> poorly lit movies. that we Honestly, like... It's been great to see. Like I have very little notes on technical things because they've just been knocking out of the park. Everything was lit fine. We even had, if you in that scene specifically, we had the rim light on both of them. We had a little hair light here. It was great, beautiful. Like they went all out. Yeah, that scene was very odd, um, but I don't know why. It felt like it shouldn't have worked, but, but it, it did. did. It, it did. did. <laughs> and I just thought it was like. I felt like I was watching a comedy. That's what was so weird about this movie. It's like you, one minute you're like crying and then the next you're just like cracking up laughing. You don't know what to feel and I think that's the problem with it. And then they would do the flashbacks to make, it's just, that's It was what, a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. I think it was, it was definitely a lot. It was definitely a lot for a Hallmark film. Not to say that these films, you know, can't be deep with meaning because we've seen some that work extremely well. But for some reason this just felt a little heavy handed at times for me. With the the sadness, but as it should, I mean, it was a terrible thing to happen. So it was, it did feel like you should have either gone all the way like grief stricken movie or all the way rom-com. It was weird to have it all together. Mm -hmm. I do commend Hallmark for trying something new. So it was, you know, we did say it kind of felt like a movies and mysteries, but no, it was like on regular Hallmark channel. And so I thought it was a great, um, thing to aspire to, to, to make this movie. And I, you know, I applaud Lacey and Peter for, you know, coming together and making this and the writers and everyone else who worked really hard on it, because I think they did make 
something really good. Right. Um, I just think it was a lot to put into one movie. Yeah. And so some some parts did suffer a little. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that's very I think that's very apt. I think he I think he yeah. did it. I think he did it beautifully there. Also, a thing that really made this movie for me, and I'm going to go back to the dancing scene because I forgot to mention we talked about soundtrack. They play Howie Day, Collide. I mean, that was like. That was like my song, you know, yeah. back in the day. Um, so when I heard that little do 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 do, I mean, my heart just leapt. And we had Ben up there on the stage rocking out. You know, it was just it was a really nice moment. Yeah, but mostly because of the Howie Day song. <laughs> it's mostly mostly because of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that song. I haven't heard the song in a really long time, and I definitely like went in my iTunes and like. Popped it in. Popped it in. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the main villain of this film, you know, because we don't really have. There's not really. I wouldn't say there's like a big conflict moment, you know, in the uh, in the end here. You know, we don't really have that misunderstanding. What we do have is a villain, and yeah, we do have the villain in in Papa Bear. Uh, the dad in this film. Oh my goodness! Usually. As you know, Stephanie is a huge fan of the Silver Foxes. Mm-hmm. And Gregory Harrison is a Silver Fox. Oh, he is. But I couldn't get past the dad. You yeah. know, the, not, not him, but the dad. The character. The character. I mean, I, I get now why Josie was so quick to leave home for New York if you had a father <laughs> like this. Like, he is the worst. He really did take the cake for bad dads in a Hallmark movie. Like, awful. Although the dad in the Malta one was not great and i don't think he ever redeemed himself no but i mean at least like you know you can kind of get him he's like all right he's you know but this dad he's mean to josie he's mean Mean to to the brother brother. like oh my god what i just i I can't there's i i'm I'm almost speechless i was very surprised and that was another thing i mean it did feel authentic it felt real yeah so i don't want to say like this character wasn't supposed to be this awful i i mean i know that there are dads out there that exist you know like that and i was just very confused as to why it didn't and he tries to apologize at the end but it just didn't didn't, feel it didn't float for me like when he tells josie maybe your sister was wrong about you i was like oh my gosh it's so ridiculous how could like every chance he could get he was just like doubting her and like saying there's no way she's she can do this and it's yeah. like that's your daughter and, and then the says, mom would like step stick up for him and it's like no mom and when, no 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 yeah when he says he loves her i'm like no no yeah. you don't because you don't treat someone that you love like that especially your own daughter you know she's lost you just lost your other daughter and you know she lost her sister you thought he would have given her some kind of grace during this period yeah. But maybe that's, I mean, that's grief too. Maybe he's reacting with grief as well. I almost would be like, okay, that's the grief taking over. Except for the fact that we know he's been like this. Mm-hmm. And the way he treats the brother of, of Josie, uh, who's also great. Oh my gosh. Well, I have a whole, like, I want to talk okay. about I, him. So <laughs> It's going to be the longest one. <laughs> it will, but it deserves it. Deserves it. Okay. Right. Well, so the way he treats the brother, it, this is you can tell this is just dad. Um, the fact that Josie and the brother are so well balanced, I guess you could say, despite the father, I think it tells it all. Yeah. 
Um, I guess it was from the good mothering they got. Yeah. Um, but we love both of the parents, the actors. They're great. Daryl <laughs> <don't>, Rothery. <laughs> Gregory Harrison, you did a great job at playing... Uh, the villain. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah, we don't hate the actors. We um, hate the dad. No, but I did want to shout out Daryl uh, Rothery, too. She's... We've... No, she had a great moment with with Lacey um, early on when she was late. She didn't come pick up her the kids at the school, and I mean, come on, Lacey, you need to you need to stop that. You need yeah, to that I didn't like that she did that. Um, and she, I mean, she did it eventually, but it's like you need to go. But you no, know, very much like a mother to be like, oh, I've been late so many times. Yeah. You know, that was a great. It was a great scene. The the thing I feel like I'm saying great so much in this, but I and even though I said that you know at first I wouldn't watch this again, there are a lot of I can't say great. There are a lot of wonderful things <laughs> that happen in this film. You have more vocabulary in there. I know you do. I know. I know. But the brother. Yep. Awesome. He, IMDB, you need to get your stuff together because they didn't even have him on the Seriously? IMDB. Yeah. So I had to, you know, do a little searching. You did some sleuthing? I did some sleuthing because I loved him so <laughs> much. But I was like, I have to find his name. I have to find him because I want to talk about him on the podcast. And his name is Jesse Moss. And he plays Jeff, Josie's brother. And I think he was the best character in the whole movie. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, you. He crept up on me. <laughs> I didn't think he was like... And then they just kept adding like these layers to him. Yeah. He's supposed to be a tech guy, but he secretly loves baking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wants approval from his dad. And he's such a good brother. And they have like these really amazing like heart-to-heart moments. And I found out he was also in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which... I don't know if you've seen that movie. No, I've, heard good th- I've honestly heard good things. It's like my that. brother's favorite movie. Um, I don't remember him in that in that movie, but uh, yeah, Jesse Moss. You think you think he could do a lead? I'm see oh, him for lead. sure, yeah. for sure. I just thought I loved his character. I loved that he was like hiding that he loved baking. <laughs> I mean, I had kind of like figured it out of like what was going on, but it was like. He didn't think his dad would like it. No wonder. His dad's like, you can't bake there. The <laughs> mom's the baker of the family. You no, know, he said your dead sister is the baker of the family. Oh, I thought he said mom. Mm-mm, he said sister. That's why it hurt so much. Is because the dad went for the dead sister right away. Your sister was the baker. No, he said your mom, meaning he was talking to the niece. Your mom was the baker. Oh. Uh, so his sister okay, was Okay, I was thinking. So again, was- the dad comes in. Throws the dead sister in his face. But so he's, like, you're oh just God. into computers. Like, you can't have any other interest. Like, and the, the look on his face is just like, he's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I bought these from a store. I didn't bake these. God. Like, that he had to hide his passion for scones. I just, <laughs> um, it broke my heart. And there's the scene with him and Lacey. I mean, every scene with him and Lacey. To me, when they first see each other after, you know, she immediately like goes to him and like they just start crying like together yes. like the emotional performances in this movie like it was on another level and but towards the end he has this talk with her where she's like talking about the water that was a whole nother thing that we don't even get to because i just thought that was ridiculous her company with the water and they were oh, yeah. trying to name it a check name oh, but it God. was the same water anyway she's talking about the water saying about the it's the same water, mm-hmm. but it, they're just trying to change a different name. But you can't change the water because right. it is what it is. And he's like, 
you're the fake uh, European yeah. water. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> so the water. Um, and she's like looking at him, like he's like told her this like amazing thing. And it's like, we all get it, Josie, but you know, it took her wise brother to tell her anyways, I'm going on a tangent just to say he was great. He and was. I really loved his character. So while we don't have, you know, the sort of, I guess, crazy conflict at the end, you know, her job is kind of that. Yeah, I was trying to think what was Everything the was a conflict, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for her life. Uh, we do have perhaps one of the, the oddest scenes, I think, for me, where she, you know, the nephew runs off uh, mm. into the ranch and Josie goes after him and she's talking to him and then he's like, you're, you're bleeding. And her hand is bleeding. That was the, the weirdest scene, but it worked for me in a weird way. Like, it was just so odd. Talk to... How did you feel about that? That was... It was very odd. And I was wondering where they were going with it yeah. when she starts bleeding. Like, her hand... Like, she's like, oh, I am bleeding. Like, do you... Not, and apparently it was a rusty nail. Do you not feel a rusty nail go through your hand, Lacey? Like, her yeah. hands of steel. I'm a little worried about her nerve endings. If she, I don't know, something's happened to her hand that she didn't feel a rusty nail going through it. But uh, I was very confused. And it, you know, and like I said, this movie, it was a lot. Like, there was a lot going on in this movie. I still really enjoyed it. A yeah. lot of times it doesn't work when they have so much going so on. Much. But yeah, the the bleeding hand was odd, but then... (laughs) That's a a quote right there. The bleeding hand was odd. Uh, But then I was like, oh, they're leading it in to show that her dad, you know, ran to her aid. (laughs) Old Papa Bear trying to make up for how many years of bad parenting. But I still, I didn't, I was like, no, you don't get to come and say like you were worried about her because you've been treating her like you know awful this whole time i did i did think it was kind of cute even though i'm still mad at him but that he was like googling and he was like all all kinds of things could happen with a rusty nail which is true no it's true you you don't mess with be be careful with those rusty nails yeah and by the way tyler how about you start hammering those nails in so you know yeah, you've got a lawsuit waiting. Mm-hmm. He has kids coming in for field trips at yeah. his at his ranch. With rusty nail, old rusty nail ranch. That's not what you want. He mm. was just, I guess, too distracted with his AirPods, and <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I don't know. <laughs> we get this great scene with with Coop and some AirPods and a horse. Like I, I've never seen AirPods in a Hallmark film. Like it just, he's talking to uh, to Josie and just petting a horse with some AirPods. It was it was wild. I never, I don't know why I didn't picture him like ever being like a rancher, but it worked. The basketball coach and the rancher, it like, it weirdly worked. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this this movie is weird, but it works. Weird, but it works. And I feel like Tyler Hines, like I picture him to be like a, like a method actor. (laughs) Okay. So, so you, like, you think he went to, to basketball camp? And, uh... Maybe so. I don't know. I do know that he loves Daniel Day-Lewis, who is known to Yeah, be... he, he is the method actor. Yeah. Is, yeah. And Tyler's a big fan of his. Well, there you go. I mean... It works. Something, so, something's working for him. Something's I mean, he really did put himself into, into those shoes. Well, let's... You know, like I said, I don't have a lot, technically speaking. They, they did a lot of things well. I think the costume design was great throughout. Um, costume design was great. I have a note that the fashion of the mom, they styled mm. uh, Terrell Rothery. She was like a really hip dresser. Yeah. You know. I, I, thought, I thought everything. I can't say great. I need to. I, 
I'm all great tonight. It's great. Um, and Cooper had a lot of cute thing. I love that athletic he does wear. the well. He he rocked the athletic wear, but also the you know the top button. He does that a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. that's just a Tyler thing. Maybe he incorporates that, or like you mentioned, the costume designers see what works in other yeah. movies. They know they know what fans expect. You know? Yeah, um, I do like a top butt, top button buttoned. Um, <laughs> top button button. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did have a note about costumes too. I really enjoyed. But let's talk about sort of the end here, since we don't have the crazy conflict besides everything that's going on in her life. Yeah. How did you feel about the end kiss? Talk to me about the end kiss. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, everything gets kind of wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Josie's now like super mom and the kids are glad she's staying. I still don't understand. The job. Do you understand the job? So she says something about satellite, satellite office. office. I, so I don't knows? know if that means she's going to be working from there. They they did a bad. Job they just kind of like threw that to the wayside. Her job's fine. Yeah, that's what they. Again, of. a lot yeah. going on, but she's at the school, giving the lunch, walking away. Mm-hmm. Oh, do wait before you do anything. She noticed that the lunchbox was actually like a lunchbox instead of a brown bag this time. So it was like no, a, it was like I a fancy did. lunchbox this time. That's to show how much of a super mom oh, she is. That's a good detail. Yeah, I, I didn't. I noticed I didn't that. Notice I noticed that. that. Um, I like that. So. Sorry. So she gets to school. Yeah. Gives her the lunch. Walking away, she sees Cooper, and she's like, "Bye, Cooper." Kind of gives him like a little side eye, like you know, happy to see him. And he turns around. It's like, where's she going? <laughs> so, I. I really liked the ending. Okay. See, it, I didn't think there was going to be a kiss. It was predictable, but I liked it. It so, wasn't predictable for me because I really didn't think there was going to be a kiss. Well, no, but I knew there's always a kiss. It's Maybe not because this was felt. This felt different. So I was like, it, yeah. it did feel different, but I mean. There's got to be. A kiss. I thought maybe there could have been a hug, like an embrace. I wasn't expecting a kiss. They Hallmark would not do us dirty okay. that way. Okay. We went through all of that grief. We're gonna get a kiss. <laughs> so. He, I, and I didn't notice this the first time I watched it, and I think it's because of the sound mixing. He whistles. He blows his whistle to stop her. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't notice that either. I know. They are playing a great song at the end. I don't know who sings it, but it was a good song at the end. But I couldn't hear it. But he does blow a whistle. She turns around. And of course, you know, I predicted like, oh, she's going to try to get him to make the shot mm. for like a kiss or a date or something. And it's for a date, but I just, I thought it was really adorable. I thought it was really cute. And the kiss, it was a, it was a good kiss. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be too passionate. No. Grief. I mean, Tyler's always going to bring the passion, but <laughs> it, it was a little more reserved. Yeah. Um, but I, I was okay with that because, you know, they're at school, kids are around. Yeah, it's, yeah students are watching. It wouldn't have made sense awkward, for it to yeah. be like, like you know so i thought it was really cute i liked that it was on a little basketball court and uh yeah i thought it was i thought it was good it was sweet yeah yeah and i thought it was fun like i said i, I didn't think they, they would even have a kiss so i was happy to see one um i don't know that i cared for the line i love a guy with a whistle oh yeah that's weird like who? What Josie? What? Who? No. Come on. Come on, Josie. So many people could have whistles. What? What does that even mean? She loves a crossing guard, and I mean, <laughs> <come> train <on>. conductor. <laughs> Ooh, train Ooh. conductor. That's, that's a hallmark movie right there. Train conductor and a whistle done. We're writing it right now. But I think that sums up Sweet Carolina. You know, like we said in the beginning, 
well like like stephanie said earlier you know she i think you were happy to see hallmark try something new mm-hmm. you know I think a, a lot of things worked for it some things didn't um i think if i wasn't so biased against sad movies i probably would have liked this one a lot more because yeah. there were some really great scenes and gosh i need to there were some really wonderful scenes and <laughs> uh <laughs> You always, we always try to not watch the movies and mysteries because he hates the sad ones, but you couldn't sneak away from I this know, one. I know, and the acting was wonderful as well, and just every, everybody, I, it was fun. Like uh, like we always say, when they're having fun, we're having fun, and I think we, had, we both had fun with it. It was sad, but it was fun. Sad, but fun. Yes, so, um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this one. As always, I love, you know, when we have great casts that come together. And uh, I'm not sure what's the next one we're going to do. I don't know. We, we might do the ice or we might... We might we'll go see. back to the ice. But we will have something for you guys next week. We will. We just don't know what it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be a surprise, even for us. So thanks for hanging in there uh, with us. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.